Welcome to your Harvey County Digital Legislative Update. I am your host, Lance Gormley. Our guest on the program today is Kansas House District Representative Stephen Owens. For those of you living in Harvey County, you've probably heard of Rep. Owens because he just might be one of your elected officials. Let's welcome to the program, Representative Owens. How are you doing today, Rep.? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Good, good. Doing? Very good. And I really appreciate you coming on the program, taking the time. Uh, I know this is a very busy time uh, for you all, and, and things are just getting ad- adjusted. I, I know it's a rat race the minute you you start the legislative season. So uh, how are you doing? What are you doing right now up there in Topeka? Absolutely, man. Well, first I want to clarify, my name's Stephen, not Rep. So anybody sees me out and about in the community, it's always just Stephen. The title is just a temporary part of what we do, and, and uh, I mean, I understand we need it in committees, but I'm, I'm just the same old guy I was uh, five years ago when I started down this. Uh, I just had a desire to help make Kansas a better place. So uh, anyway, just wanted to throw that out there for everybody to keep in mind, but no, you know, we're, we're just starting our second week in the legislature. Um, last week, we, we came in uh, early in the week, and everybody got sworn in, started to kind of get our feet under us, uh, learning our committee assignments, getting to know some of our responsibilities. Now, I've been asked to chair, be the chairman of the Correction Juvenile Justice Committee. Some of you guys may have seen some of the stuff I'm working on that we'll talk about. But I'll be chairing that and then uh, continuing to sit on the Judiciary Committee and on appropriation. So having to say so in our state checkbook um, is is really an awesome responsibility as well, making sure that we're being very prudent with um, your tax dollars. So, yeah, a lot of things happening. Uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on, Lance, though, that's going on um, that was released last week, by the, the legislature, some of you guys may have seen it on my social media platform, is um, our commitment to Kansas, a better way. What our Republican uh, caucuses in both the House and the Senate released is our commitment to Kansas and the things that we're going to focus on. So I thought I'd uh, touch on a few of those. I thought I'd also um, talk a little bit about some of the things we have going on in our committee. And then uh, see if there are any other questions before we wrap it up. So what's for you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm interested in that. Uh, I did see that come out. I, I read those commitments that um, that were put forth. And and uh, if you could touch on that, I I that's very good information. Yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start off. I'm just going to read uh, the, the foregoing paragraph because it really sets out what our goal is uh, in our Republican legislature. And it says, America has always been the land of opportunity, but over the last few years, American optimism has turned to profound pessimism as jobs shrink, paychecks stay the same, and cost of living for food, fuel, go through the roof. The good news is we are Kansas, and we value hard work, faith, freedom, and family, all of which will guide us through the current challenges for a brighter, more prosperous future. We won't sit idly by and hope Washington fixes our problems. Here in Kansas, we want a better way forward. That is why we are committed to a policy agenda that puts Kansas families first by protecting our communities, honoring the value of work, and making Kansas the greatest state in the nation to live, work, and raise a family and retire. This agenda puts individuals, their freedom, and their way of life before government. And I think that really sums up, you know, my philosophy. is that, you know, we are people first with inherent rights and freedoms uh, and liberty. And in government, while a necessary part of that, uh, should only provide certain functions um, and do certain things. And I'm a firm believer that generally 
less government is better government. And so we're going to be looking at some things um, over the next two years. So the legislature works in a, a biannum. So um, we work on a two-year cycle before we're all up for re-election again. And so this is kind of what we're laying out. So I'm going to touch on these. So these are our commitments to you. First, it's your money, uh, our commitment to the taxpayers. We believe Kansans should keep more of what they earn and spend less to Topeka. So we're going to look at things like ensuring our, our budget is balanced, we're paying down debt, we're eliminating wasteful spending, and, of course, making sure we save for a rainy day. Yeah. Uh, we want to make the, the, the state tax code flatter and simpler to help families and businesses and reduce the tax burden on both retirees and families. So there's going to be some emphasis yeah. uh, on, on taxes and what makes sense because we are sitting on record revenue um, in a while, certainly. We've got to prepare for the next recession, which for all we know may come this year. Um, uh, we still have got to make sure that we're allowing Kansas to keep as much of their money as possible because uh, everybody right now is struggling with inflation, cost of the grocery store, cost of gas pumps, uh, cost of our utilities. I mean, the list just go on and on. The struggle for everyone right now. So we're going to do our part. Yeah, I know, uh, I know yeah. one thing that uh, seems to be uh, quite the conversation uh, on the streets right now is that uh, there is a surplus there um, and that the legislature... We're going to watch and see see how it unfolds and what what uh, is done with those finances. And I know all eyes are on Topeka when it comes to that. Um, so a lot of people get confused. I'm sure um, it won't take very long before you'll be getting emails about everything happening in Topeka, um, even though you're not necessarily able to do much about it at that time. Could you kind of just like you you go on a committee, you get appointed to a committee, and then ha, just explain a little bit of the flow of what's taking place with your committee right now, and then uh, how that feeds into the bigger picture. Sure, I'd be happy to. So, um, you know, it's important to realize that every legislator that's elected has the ability to introduce whatever legislation that they want. Okay, so I could introduce legislation that says, uh, on Wednesdays, the sky is purple, um, and, and have that introduced. It doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere. Um, actually, generally, each session, there's about 700 pieces of legislation that are introduced. And on average, 10% uh, or less actually make it through the process. So it's really hard to pass legislation. But once a piece of legislation is introduced, then it's up to the speaker to decide which committee that goes to. As you heard me mention, I chair the Corrections Juvenile Justice Committee. So Generally, most anything dealing with crime, punishment, law enforcement ends up going to my committee. And so, you know, we're, we receive a lot of bills throughout the session, uh, many of which we won't hear, we won't work, they're not a priority. Uh, because again, remember, I'm, I'm a believer that generally less government, better government. Yeah. And so and I try to be very selective on the legislation that we choose to move forward. Uh, but take, for example, a bill that we're going to be working on, some of the juvenile justice reform. Uh, things. Uh, and one of the bills that I introduced will expand the use of the Juvenile Justice Authority funding to include at-risk youth and not just youth that are already involved in the criminal justice system. Hmm. So if we could touch these kids with programming before they're catching charges and in the system, that's really what we want to do. So that's one example. And then ultimately, as the chairman of that committee, I'm the one that decides what gets heard in my committee and what doesn't. Uh, and so if there's a piece of legislation that I don't like or don't want to hear, then we won't hear it. 
and on the flip side, if there's a piece of legislation that really needs to be heard, we hear it. We have a, a series of committee meetings where we hear from proponents and opponents on that legislation, and then I decide whether or not we actually work that bill, uh, which means are we going to take a vote on it. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that we do, and we pass that bill out favorably for passage. So then it goes to the House floor, where with a recommendation from our committee that it is passed favorably. Uh, and then it's up to House leadership whether to hear it, whether to take a vote on that bill. If it passes, they decide to, and it passes, it goes over to the Senate to go through the exact same process. And if it passes over there, it goes to the governor, governor for a signature. With all that process, that is a lengthy process, is it not? Very it good. certainly is. Very good. I'd like and to it, say... Uh, I'd like to say... Oh, excuse me. I was going to say, I'd like to say that there's a thousand ways for a bill to be killed and very few ways for it to be passed. And so I understand making laws is supposed to be a difficult journey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what you just mentioned about um, what what we might be doing to be more proactive uh, when it comes to the youth and deterrence in our in our state. And uh, I just appreciate your forward thinking on that. And I'm, I'm I'll be watching that. Um, and uh, is there is there right now is there any other um, things that you see kind of uh, gaining some traction or maybe even some attention uh, in your committee that's that's being yeah, discussed absolutely. right now another pretty uh, pretty big topic of conversation many people have heard me discuss is the current state of our highway patrol um, the troopers in our state do a yeoman's work in ensuring that our laws are are, are kept our families are safe um, and they have really been in a state of mismanagement for a number of years. We have seen multiple, uh, multiple civil lawsuits filed against um, current leadership, filed against the KHP from wrongful termination to sexual harassment to various other things. We have morale at an all-time low, recruiting at an all-time low, numbers are down. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it all comes back to leadership, right? Uh, I know that there are there are outside forces when it comes to recruiting and the labor market being tight, and that is certainly a small portion of it in this situation. But the overarching is that we have a leadership problem. It's been ongoing for years, and we have tried very hard to work with the governor's office in in making changes there. Uh, unfortunately, the governor uh, hasn't been willing up to this point to make those changes. And so I've introduced legislation that would allow um, the Attorney General's office to uh, be the one to how where where the Camp Power Patrol is housed, mm-hmm. and allow the uh, appointment to then go to the Attorney General, because we have got to have new leadership there. We we literally are having massive resignations every single month uh, in our KHP troops due to a serious lack of leadership over there. So. My hope is that we can bring about the change necessary to really bring that law enforcement agency back up to um, where it should be in terms of respect and value uh, and staffing, because it is an integral part of our, our system. So yeah, we'll we'll be taking a deep look at that probably uh, early to mid-February. I really want to give the governor's office as much time as I can to to recognize the problem and to make those changes before we try to force changes there. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, um, 
I know you're a busy man. I appreciate uh, you coming and talking with me uh, today and letting your constituency and those in Harvey County have an opportunity to hear straight from your voice and uh, what you have and say to think. Uh, I look forward to doing this multiple more times throughout the course of the legislature so anybody listening will know that um, uh, Stephen will be available uh, for for everybody in the community to just kind of let us know what's happening up there. Um, just to give you the last word, uh, Stephen, what do you have for us? Yeah, absolutely, guys. I want to make sure that everybody knows about my social media handles, um, Facebook and Instagram, ref.owens, facebook.com slash ref.owens, instagram.com slash ref.owens, and then on Twitter uh, at ref.owens. I post regular updates throughout the week. Uh, I respond to messages. I communicate with folks. Uh, I am ultimately your representative. I'm here representing you and the things that are important to you. So never hesitate to reach out. But for uh, for more frequent and regular updates, check out my social media and let me know if I can be of assistance. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Lance. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again. All right. Bye-bye. That was your Harvey County Digital Legislative Update. I was your host, Lance Gormley, and your guest was Representative Owens, 74th House District.